Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Kids are serving dinner to the parents? This is a nice change. And yet, something about it feels a bit suspicious. Something we need to know, guys? Okay. Mom, Dad, we've been doing some investigating, and... Brinley is the spy! What? Bertie! What did we just say? You do the talking. Sorry. Okay, here's the deal. Brinley stole my phone, which has all the messages to Dr. Farber, so we broke into her house. You broke into her house? Yes, and we found the phone, which means she's definitely the spy. But I left behind a piece of the robot, so she's on to us. And then she unleashed a vicious mutant attack squirrel on us in the garage. What? I don't think it was a vicious mutant attack squirrel, Bird. Point is, she came here to make sure I plan the concert on Friday. But we think she's got something planned. Maybe this is when she springs the guys in the helicopter on us. Obviously, I have to bail on the concert. Actually, I think you should play. You do? James, do you really think that's wise? It's perfect. This is how we're going to expose Flashcard. We invite them to record Six Minutes Rewind. Just a heads up to the listeners, this show is for people who have already listened to all of Six Minutes. There will be spoilers. There are kids in this world who are different. Special. They look like us and they act like us. But they are not us. And one of them is missing. It's Jess Fisher. I'm here with Six Minutes creators Chris Terry and David Kreisman. Today we are talking about episodes 40 through 42, Six Minutes of Someone in the Garage, Six Minutes with Hermione the Robot, and Six Minutes of Helicopters. Joining us today is Spencer from Missouri. Hello, Superfan Spencer. Hello. From Missouri. Wow. That's the place with the big, what did you say? Was it the big arch you were talking about, Jess? What was it? Yeah, the big arch. I drove by it one time and I was like, is it really that big? Like, it's so much bigger than you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> you used to can be able you go to, to go top? inside of it. Did you yeah, ever you do that be before? Uh, no, I didn't get to. How we many times have you listened to Six Minutes? Um, Twice. Yeah. That's that's did you find it in school? That's pretty good. That's pretty that's good. A full, full more than two days worth of listening. That's <laughs> respectable. Spencer, we figured it out once. What's the total amount of listening if you sat and listened to it? I think it's about 28 day? hours. It's 27 or 28 hours, yeah. <laughs> right. So you're getting up around a six, 60 hours of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 60 and hours. how old are life. you, Spencer? 13. 13. So, you know, two days is a, is a pretty good chunk of your life. Of your 13. life so far. Yeah. <laughs> and now and Did, now and now you're sort of listening to it kind of for a third time, right? For these episodes. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did you find it in school originally? Yeah, my teacher showed us to it one time. And like, I kept listening to it over quarantine too. Oh, cool. What did you like about it? Uh, I like the suspense, the anticipation, the music, the sound design, and the overall like storyline. And Spencer, as I remember from your audition, you have a podcast, right? Uh, yeah. What's it about? Well, I made it over quarantine. It's called Good Things Podcast, where I just do like some random things. And I like talk about good things, supportive things, basically. Aww. So like some games, basically so some nice. random stuff. So it's yeah, called a- the Good Things Podcast. Yeah. You can find it on Apple Podcasts and all that stuff? Uh, no, it's only on Anchor and on Spotify. I haven't made many efforts on it, but I might go back to it. That's great. It's great. It's so I cool. It. I love that you make a podcast. That's so awesome. I also started a podcast during quarantine, too, and I, I think it's a great way to like connect with friends and stuff, and, and I like that it's about good things and about positivity, especially during quarantine. We could all use some of that. Yes. Big time. All right, sweet. Before we dive into the episodes, Spencer, would you mind asking Ivan for a brief recap? Ivan, can we get a recap? You got it, Spencer. Episode 40, Cyrus, Holiday, and Birdie investigate the noise in the garage. Spoiler alert, it's a squirrel, but when the hoverboard turns on, Brinley's there too. She insists that Holiday be at the band concert. James also wants Holiday to play in the concert so they can expose Flashguard. Episode 41, Holiday encourages Cyrus to ask out Casey, who drags him into the robotics lab. They turn on Hermione, who proceeds to explode. Casey gets upset because the robot was her big chance to get out of here. Suddenly, helicopters. Episode 42 is the helicopters circle the school. Holiday and Brinley give field hockey a try. Holiday and Cyrus discover that Birdie pulls the fire alarm. But as the search for flashcard intensifies, Holiday is ready to let Whittier Corp find her. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. A lot of good sounds in this in these episodes. Yes. And one and one potential mistake I spotted. Did you guys? No, what is when, it? No. When Cyrus goes into the uh, into the lab, she's getting dragged in there by by Casey. Yes, 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 yes. There's a weird sound on his voice, like a robot sound on his voice yes. for like a split second. Yes, I was wondering if that was just like a weird thing in my recording. I well, yeah, I guess I because I wasn't sure if I heard it either. But in that, now that's good to know that you you heard it too. I think I think it sounds like maybe his that little piece of dialogue was stuck on. Hermione's track or something. Hermione's filter, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But it was it was oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Chris. I know. Maybe we just discovered that Cyrus is actually a robot too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Big news. Well, you do 204 episodes and... Uh, bound to make bound one bound mistake. Bound to make one mistake. <laughs> Spencer, did you have a favorite part of these episodes? Yeah. It was usually because like in every episode, you learn something new about one of like the actors or the characters. Yeah, true. I'm trying to think of in, in these episodes what you learn a lot about. Like, yeah, I guess Cyrus talking about how he cries... That's definitely a big like character development moment. And at Casey learning about, I mean, I think we learn a lot about Casey in this episode, right? Her monologue there is really sort of lays out what she's struggling with, right? Yeah, especially yeah. as you go back knowing what, what we know about her. When we're listening to it the first time, you don't know what exactly she's talking about. It seems to right. be just about this, this competition. We're going to talk about that later, I know, in one of the categories. But the other thing that I think is interesting, something to talk about is sort of the the reason that Hermione is part of this story. Obviously, it's a way to connect Cyrus and Casey in this competition. But we also knew that, you know, talking about robots this early Mm. in the story was going to be kind of foreshadowing, even though people aren't going to realize it. And the way Cyrus deals with Hermione, the way Holiday sees Cyrus talking to Hermione and and dealing with the problems. Um, You know, here, even, even we have this moment where, 
when he says, I, you know, I cry sometimes and Casey says about a robot and he says, no, about my sister. When you listen back to that, it's like, uh, I well, didn't those, pick are the, that up. those are the same things. But yeah, we always knew at, at some point there would be a question of how Holiday feels about being a robot and having seen Cyrus's relationship with Hermione, you know, kind of speaks to that. Mm-hmm. We knew from the very beginning she was, I mean, I remember some of the very first conversations we had that she, we knew she was going to be a robot from the very beginning or some sort of like. Pretty early on. Yeah, pretty early that on. That she yeah. wasn't like a wit kid, that she was a robot. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was interesting in the scene when Cyrus is talking about like, it's human to cry, like human, 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 you know, like if, if you want to compare it to Holiday, it's separating them, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, and the other thing we come to find out later, I think, right, Dave, is that this whole time Casey thinks that Cyrus is, is the one that she's sort of supposed to be spying on. That's right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was sent in because they thought there was something special about Cyrus. They yeah. knew that this family was hiding something, but they didn't know what. Right. Huh. Feelings. <laughs> Should we uh, head into the categories? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. First one up. Best line of dialogue. Here we go. Birdie, mutant squirrel. And then she unleashed a vicious mutant attack squirrel on us in the garage. <laughs> Spencer, like have it. you ever had an animal loose in your house? Well, it's only in the garage, and it was just a cat. But it was uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there you go. But that's pretty scary. It is terrifying. We've had, um, there were birds that were kind of loose in our, like in the vents. You can just oh. hear oh my them up there all the time. And you like stick your face up there and it's terrifying because you can't see anything and this thing could fly at your face at any second. And also, <laughs> I do know some people, I know people who had bats. I was just going to say, I had a friend had have a bat flying through the window in the night and the whole family had to go get like the shots or whatever. Yeah, oh, Deborah, yeah. Deborah Goldstein, the host of the Big Fib. I think that they stuck their face up there and all of a sudden the, the bats attacked. <laughs> oh my gosh. She may There's or may a- not be a vampire. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's a famous story from before I was born where my brother was like two years old, my big brother, and he was like laughing and giggling and my mom turned around and there was like a bat perched on his crib and he was like just (laughs) playing with it. (laughs) Yeah, they take that stuff seriously too. Even if you've been, had a bat in the house and you're like, no, it didn't bite me. They're like, no, you need to go take the shot because apparently they can like brush by you and you don't even know. Vampires. Yeah, that's how a vampire thing starts. That's true. Right, exactly. That's what they're that's afraid true. of. <laughs> you have to get the, the vampire vaccine. Right. <laughs> I love talking about our mutant squirrel. Okay, a second best line of dialogue. Cyrus, yo. Yo, case. Ugh. <laughs> also Smooth as down. ever. Smooth. Good stuff. Okay, and then what do we have next? Another I'm cute. I mean, she thinks I'm cute, but uh, what Casey and I are doing is serious business. I like that because it's like, it's like a wink, like a slight nod to confidence. Like, well, she thinks I'm cute. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we're almost too confident. <laughs> almost. Exactly. Almost. Uh, and then the Groundhog Day. This robot is coming to life. Hey, Groundhog Day. It was quick. <laughs> it was quick. I, li- I, I really liked, I really liked that one. One small step. Like, one small step for man. Totally sexist, but I like the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Casey, mom. But for future reference, it's weird when you compare girls you like to your mom. So, uh, you know, pick another hero reference, Kay. Thanks. I like that. (laughs) It's a good rule of thumb. Love it. Helicopter sounds like it's literally in the school. Yeah, it does. (laughs) And then Holiday Big Brother. Wow. 
my big brother, holding hands with a girl, growing up. I'm so proud. And I get to go to gym with Brindley. Ugh, super. <laughs> That's really good. Um, Spencer, what do you think out of all of those? What, what you, as the, as a special guest, you get to pick. Oh, thanks. In my opinion, <laughs> Bertie telling James and Monica that Brindley's like a vicious mean squirrel hunt, her is hardest and hotter in the garage. Cause it's like just a squirrel, but Bertie's mind is out to claw their eyes out. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. She's so like certain, like, it's not like she's actually like exaggerating for effect. She's like, Brinley like made a mutant squirrel and <laughs> sent it on us. <laughs> exactly. I do like those parts when where uh, where Brinley's like, you know, because my dad's a hunter and he, he brings traps. So she brings traps, exactly. So she's got all these different kind of traps at home. Right. I love that. And I'm also imagining her holding the trap as if it's like like a cute purse. Like it's a trap. And she's like got right. it on her wrist, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> I picture it like one of those like wild animal traps, right, Dave? Like it's like a, I don't know, it looks like a cat, like a metal cat carrier. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah and, and she, you know, Brindley think, thought she was being nice by only bringing a squirrel. Could have right. been something much worse. That's true. She really <laughs> could have. been a bobcat. She is very powerful. <laughs> well, okay, Next well, step? then that's, that's the winner then. Birdie, mutant, squirrel. Dun, Good dun, choice, dun. Spencer. Good choice. The trophy will go to the squirrel. Yes, Best sound design we got up next. Let's see. Squirrel in the garage. Well, we start right back up with the squirrel. Of course. Squirrel in the garage. Someone's in the garage. (laughs) What if they find the hoverboard? We need to go in there. What if it's one of the Whittier guys? What are we going to do if he tries something? What is he doing? (laughs) Maybe he's trying to get the chains off the hoverboard. What was that? (laughs) <laughs> it's like the squirrel's just like wreaking havoc. Sounds like he's trying to get into James's beer in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> he's opening the fridge, throwing bottles. <laughs> either that, either that, or I picture him like like if he's one of Brindley's pets, that it's just standing on like a like a ledge, and if you were in there, it'd be looking at you like teetering the thing in its hand. It's just like you're not going to push that over. It like pushes it over. <laughs> like, That's then Mom's slowly, collection of vintage yeah. bottles. Like with this slow, tiny little slowly arms. walks over to like a plate and is like holding on yep. to it. And they're like, no, 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 don't. And he's like, <laughs> drops it. I knew we shouldn't have kept the china in the garage. <laughs> so funny. Oh, and then we got, oh, this is always a fun thing. When we I have always footsteps. love footsteps. We'll have the footsteps here. We Guilty go. pleasure. I don't hear anything. Do you? Do you have a flashlight? Yeah, on my phone. That's better. Ooh, <laughs> also, that little like creepy sound. You know what I'm talking about? The creak in the floorboards. Or no, the, or, no, or the it's music. like the scoring, like click, click, click. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's Same also one. good stuff. Also, a very classic audio drama line of dialogue that everyone always has to say, "I'm going to turn my flashlight on," as opposed to just right. turning the <laughs> flashlight on. Because the turning a flashlight on sound is the worst sound ever. Exactly. It's just like. Maybe Here, it's turning the light on. Click, I can see everything now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> we got hubby shaking. Really wants to get loose from those chains. Maybe it knows something. Oh, look. I like it because I'm imagining hubby shaking like a dog that's wet. You know what I mean? Like trying to get it all off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, let me see. Oh, the dragging Cyrus. I wondered about this today, too, when I was listening to it. Let me see here. (laughs) 
<laughs> no dialogue. No it dialogue. sounds like he's sitting down and being dragged. Well, it also sounds like it sounds like he he's like a cardboard cutout, and they just like grab him by the shoulders, and like he's he's being pulled straight, stiff legged, like right in. <laughs> maybe he's a, well, maybe he's wearing socks. So she's just dragging him in socks across. The it goes by pretty quick too. I, I I'm glad that we uh, we really went for it in that one. Yeah, it goes by quick, but also there's no dialogue or mouth sounds at all. So I kind of like right. the silence of it. You know, I imagine because I was like, why does she have to drag him? And I was like, oh, he's like nervous around her. He likes her. He's frozen in his place. I don't know. That's what I saw. So I did imagine him kind of like a like a, like stiff a board. frozen stiff board. Exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Very literal sound design. Like script says drag. I guess he's, I guess she's dragging him. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to give it 15 seconds. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, bad robot sounds. Oh no! This can't be good. Ah! Nice. Love it. Those are some great noises. <laughs> yeah. Those are fun. big fan of those beeps and bops and beeps. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Spencer, we always like to ask, what do you picture Hermione looking like? Kind of like an Ozobot, but bigger. Wait, what is that? An Ozobot? Yeah, what, what's an Ozobot? It's like the circular thing. Ah. Yeah. So they're like a Sphero or an Ozobot. That's what I imagine Hermione. Just a little bit bigger. Oh, huh. cool. Interesting. Dave and I imagine, because we're a little older, we we imagine you're like the robot from the Jetsons. Oh. That's that's what I always <laughs> Imagine. Oh, I see what an looks like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Googling it. It's kind of spherical. Oh. That's cool. A little R2-D2-ish. Uh, let's do field hockey. Uh! <laughs> I think it's a nice sound. I like that you can hear the ball bounce, too. It's I would good. like to hear a spinoff series that's just Holiday and Brindley playing various sports. Right. We've had volleyball, now field hockey. Yeah, we need shot put. Um. <laughs> I thought that was kind of I thought that was kind of fun when when she does the callback to the volleyball. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, "Let's hope this goes a little better this time." I have that clip because uh, she's up for MVP. Oh, is she really? Do yeah, we hear so it now? Should we, should we hear it now? Sixth gym teacher. Yeah. There we go. So let's try something different today. <laughs> Field hockey. Pair up for drills. <laughs> she's like scared. <laughs> Because nothing can go wrong with sticks. Right, exactly. (laughs) Hey, it's Dave. GZM Rewind is brought to you by BarkBox. Now, I have two dogs. I've got Texie and Riggins, both rescues from Texas. Oh, Texie and Riggins. And guess what? This week it was Riggins' birthday. And not only was it Riggins' birthday, but his actual biological brother lives across the street at our friend's house. Came from the same litter. And so they share a birthday, of course. And so we had a little birthday party every year. We, We have the three dogs together. And oh you got to have treats. You got to have toys. So luckily, we have a subscription to BarkBox. Ah. We were able to provide all the dogs with treats and toys. That sounds like the um, perfect party. When you need a lot Jameson. of dog treats and toys for a dog party, what better spot to get them than BarkBox? I mean, yeah, yeah. you have a subscription. Yeah. And Jameson dressed up for the occasion. That's Regan's <gasps> brother across the street. He was wearing a bow tie, which is really cute. Wow. <laughs> They're four years old. They were pandemic puppies. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so if you are having a birthday party for your dog, or you just want to treat them or yourself, uh, get a subscription to BarkBox. Right. So go to gzmshows.com slash BarkBox to sign up now. And you also get a free bonus toy in every box. Ooh, so if huge. your dog's brother happens to be in the neighborhood, <laughs> you get a free bonus toy for them. Nice. BarkBox is on a mission to make all dogs happy, and we're on a mission to make great stories that make you happy. 
So support us by going to gzmshows.com slash BarkBox and getting a subscription today. And now back to the show. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Exactly. Well, Spencer, which one is your favorite uh, sound design? I like the glitching, like, bad robot sounds that came from Hermione kinking out. Because yes. it brought Hermione to life. So you totally. could actually picture her in, like, a robotic lab in school. I like that. Yeah. Nice. She's smoking, you know what I mean? All the colors on the beep bops are going crazy. We have heard her talk. We, did we hear her talk in the last episodes for a second? Or no? We still haven't we did, heard her. So. Yep. Yeah, oh, we, we did? did for a second. She had, like, yeah. a line or two, yeah. Right. Oh, my bad. Um, I should have nominated her. See, so what do we got next? What, what what's the next section? Most what, we... suspicious behavior. Ooh, okay. I got Brinley and the squirrel. Did you put a squirrel in our garage, Brinley? What? <laughs> that would be crazy. I mean, you'd really have to push someone pretty far to make them do something like that. Hey, guys, I think she did it. On top of it. <laughs> right. Um, Nurse Romak helicopter. Yeah, this is one scene that is for Nor- Nurse Romak and the Cora and Dora, because it's like they overlap a little bit. Hello, Holiday. I've called your parents, but I wasn't able to reach them. But now that you and Cyrus are both here, I'd like to talk to you. I've been worried about Birdie's behavior for a while, and this today, well... What happened? Where's Birdie? I want to see her. She's right outside, but I need to ask you some questions. I... I just want to know what happened. We, we can, can explain. Aura, Dora, hello. Hi, Holiday. Hi, Cyrus. So, what happened? We were all in science class. Looking at soil levels. Then this helicopter flew over us. Birdie, like, wigged out. And before you knew it, Birdie ran inside. Pulled the alarm. And hit, and hit under, under the teacher's, teacher's desk. desk. Did anyone <laughs> jump out of the helicopter? Why would you ask that? Why is Birdie so terrified of helicopters? There must be a reason. That's just weird. Yeah, weird. Birdie has a phobia of things that hover. <laughs> you know, helicopters, hoverboards. Hoverboards? Oh, we really need to get Birdie. My parents are waiting. Come on, Sai. <laughs> <laughs> That's some suspicious well, I, behavior. I like that, like, the, the potential plot point of Cora and Dora being flashcard. Like, that's um, creepy, and I love it. You know, Dave, where did we land on what the helicopter... I, I remember having conversations back then about, like, is it like a news helicopter, basically? Is that sort of what we decided? Or, like, what's... The, or, is, it, wit, is it Whittier? Yeah, but it's not It's not Whittier or anything, No, I right? think it is... I think Whittier flew over the school in order to see what would happen. Like, Casey was supposed uh, okay. to be reporting on what Cyrus did when the helicopter flew over the school. Oh. Trying to stir it's, the pot. Exactly. Smart it's, guys. It is, you know, you can't really blame Birdie because how often are you in school that a helicopter flies like right over the top of your school? <laughs> that's true. I mean, I, 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 I can't imagine true. she's the only kid that freaked out. <laughs> Most people are <laughs> excited by it. Everybody runs out of class and it's just sitting there hovering. Yeah, it is pretty close. I was going to say in LA, there's helicopters a lot, but not right. that close. Not yes. inside the school building. Right. Um, of the suspicious behavior, my hot take is that when I listened to this business, when I heard the Brindley squirrel thing, I was like, I don't know if flashcard would like openly attack. You know what I mean? So <laughs> totally. I was like, it got me off the Brindley trail. You know what I mean? Huh. 
So for so me, you, that's less suspicious behavior when she releases you, the squirrel into the garage. Spencer, the first time you listened through, did you have a guess of who Flashcard was? Yes. I'm getting the sense that you had it figured out. No, it was later when they're in the closet because then you realize that like Brinley has this whole like life behind her. Mm. So she's not her. And then you're like, hmm, who else is kind of quiet and has been <laughs> lingering around Cyrus? And then you realize that's Casey. There you go. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I guess it'd be like hard because Brinley does have this whole life of like hunting and like family and stuff like that, that it'd be hard for her to be do both. And we don't know anything about Casey's life. Yeah. Suspicious. That's a good point. We are hitting the Brinley suspicion thing pretty hard in these episodes, though, too. You know, she she's basically that classic movie moment where she's saying all the things that are the right things to say if you're the person who's flashcard. That's right. Right. I have a clip for Holiday in the MVP section where it's after they're playing field hockey and she's like, go back to where you came from, freak, that whole thing. Yeah, exactly that. Right. That's exactly right. what I'm talking about. Hey, what did you say? Let go of me. <laughs> what did you mean by that? Get your hands off. Tell me what you know. Who are you? What do you want? Oh, well, maybe it doesn't have the line, but it's that immediately follows the line. Exactly. It's the classic, tell me what you know. Tell me what you know. <laughs> tell me what right. you know. Right. With the alarm going on in the back. There's only like, and there's only, there's always only ever a few seconds to tell you what you actually know, but yeah. Convenient. Convenient. Convenient, Brinley. Convenient. Well, Spencer, what's your, what's the most suspense, uh, suspicious behavior coming from somebody who, one of the few people who figured it out that it was ah. Casey? Well, erasing my mind right now, I would say the vicious being squirrel and Brinley. Because if you're if you're a holiday or Cyrus and you go out into your garage and you see Brimley <laughs> with a squirrel that's been wreaking havoc in your garage, that's very suspicious. That's pretty suspicious. Totally, totally. And true. I always like she's straight I, up at her at their house. You know, like I always wonder how so Brimley. Uh, I mean, I imagine she puts the cage down and like whistles or something. That squirrel just comes walking over and like gets back in the cage. Oh, yeah. She knows what's up. <laughs> she, yeah, she puts squirrel treat in the cage and the thing come, comes. It's cartoon uh, acorns. <laughs> exactly. Really what do we also have next? Is sort of like Snow White, how she, she walks through the forest and the birds like land on her shoulders and she can kind of summon animals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we made a whole show about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only it's Casey. Yeah, it's the actress that plays Casey, right? What, next up so, is next a Dave up. category. All Would right. you believe it? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what is, Dave category? What is Casey really feeling here? I added to this, and I, I like this category because with what we know later on, we can think about how Casey's interpreting like day-to-day activities. So my first clip is when she's like, come on, we got to go bring Hermione to life, right? And knowing what we know later, it really made me think about like, oh, is she actually just like also really excited about this robot and also really wants to win this robotics competition, you know? So it made me curious. Quit dragging and get in here. Hermione's ready for her big test. This robot is coming to life. Hey, Groundhog Day. Hey, Casey. No time for pleasantries. Come on, Cy, to Hermione. Like, does she want to get him away from Holiday so she can, like, learn more about him, you know, in the double agent way? Or is she, like, excited about this robot? I think she's experiencing this part of life for the first time, right, Dave, in terms of, like, in terms of seeing a way out? I think that's right. Yeah, when she talks about that later, I'm sure to play that clip next, but this idea of seeing a normal family, normal people who love each other and uh, and care about each other, it's the first time she's ever seen that in her life. Uh, and I guess she sees maybe this mission is her chance to get out, but she's 
deeply torn. I think she loves making this robot with Cyrus, but she also knows she's she may have to betray him. That's so sad. Yeah. Is this the one right here? You're brilliant. Casey? Case, are, are you crying? Crying? There's no crying in robotics. What am I, some emotional girl? No, but you're human. You know, I've cried too sometimes. Recently, even. About a robot? No. My sister. It's been a really tough few weeks, and, well, when no one was looking, I'd let myself cry a little. Because, you know, it's a proper biological response to stress and emotion. Scientifically speaking, I guess that's true. It's just... This competition, it's kind of a big deal. I know it is. No, no, you don't get it. For me, it's everything. It was kind of my... My ticket out, you know? What do you mean? Well, my whole life I've been... Waiting. Waiting for something to happen. So I wouldn't feel so... Stuck. I don't want that. I don't want to be stuck here. I want to do something. Bigger, you know? Make a difference. So this competition, it... It was kind of my chance. And working with you has been... Forget it. It sh- I shouldn't have said that. It sounds lame. Oh. Yeah. Also, Isabella, act. Love it. Oh, Love the, it, cry, the, the cry in her voice? That's so hard to do. Yeah. She's killing it. And it's also a very well-written scene. I don't know. I just really like it. I don't even have anything really constructive to say. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I like, I like what Dave brings up, too, in the show notes here. It's like, is it an act? Right. That is a, something you could look back on. And yes, she is technically bringing Cyrus closer to her in this moment. Mm. You know, so, and she's probably been trained to do this, you know, to make people trust her, to show emotion so that people feel sorry for her. You know, it's all the way she was raised and trained. So it's probably all of those things. Yeah, it can be both. Good Correct. writing is both, exactly. which is sad. <laughs> I think that's really gee, gee, thanks, Dave. <laughs> Read all about it in the new Casey books coming out. That's true. Oh, oh I yeah. can't wait. I can't yeah, wait. That's true. Um, well, moving on to best cliffhanger. James has a plan. Here we go. It's perfect. This is how we're going to expose Flashcard. And I know just how to do it. He's rubbing his hands together. <laughs> he has a mustache. He's twirling it. <laughs> exactly. I really like that they bring James and Monica into this. You know, so much of this show, especially in the beginning, is the kids on their own and the parents on their their own track. But the idea that the family is going to solve this one together, I think, is mm-hmm. very satisfying. And this is where that kind of starts. I mean, we're, this is where everybody starts working together. Yep. Right. Here's the helicopter. There it is again. I think it's circling. What? The helicopter? Mm. Yeah, so what? Attention, Whittier Middle School. This is an emergency. Repeat, this is an emergency. Oh, that no. Oh, no. Please let this be a normal field trip. That's what it is. <laughs> you know it's bad when my voice comes on the loudspeaker. Nothing good is going to come from that. <laughs> exactly. And the thing that confused me when I – it's funny that we didn't catch this during the thing, but you've also also been the voice calling from the helicopter, right? <laughs> yes, in a couple of things. So, so my it's inside the school. Yeah. So in my brain, I was like, I was like, oh, it's somebody in the helicopter saying, "Attention, attention, Whittier music. You know, Whittier school." I, I, oh, 
I didn't put it together that it was coming from the, uh, the you school. You don't think that I'm playing those system. characters very differently? Well, yeah, no, <laughs> you're playing them so great. I mean, part of the problem is you're playing them so I mean, well. totally different people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't notice that. Yeah, this one has uh, a whole backstory. Exactly, exactly. He, He's, moved he to works Alaska. in the, he moved to Alaska. He's the guy in the school that does the announcements. Right. He wanted to be a voice actor. He's the assistant principal, but he's stuck under Principal Pelé, who doesn't treat him well, doesn't respect him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Then we have Give Them Me. Here we go. They put a spy in the school, right? To find the kid who escaped from the lab or whatever. Yeah. So, let's give it to him. Let's give them me. I guess I'm like, when when you were Dave talking about like oh and this is when like James and Monica like and the whole family solves the mystery together, I thought about this cliffhanger because I was like James and Monica would say no 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 <laughs> yeah right well, <laughs> that is they would be very against Holiday's plan. <laughs> they're working together for like five seconds until yeah. they're out again. Right. To a point, they'd be like no we're not doing that. <laughs> it's classic. Well, Spencer, what do you think of the best cliffhanger? What do you, what do you of those three? What which one do you want to give it to? I'd say episode forty-two, "Give Them Me" by Holiday, because in my mind when I listened to it, I was like, "What? Like, what's going on? Like, is right. she really going to hand herself over to try and discover a flashcard?" And then you have to wait to find out what really happened to Holiday and the gang, and then you have to realize who's the spy, and then there's like anticipation and waiting and all that. Oh yeah. I also, though, I'm like, I like it, too, because I really like bad plans. <laughs> yes. It's the best kind. It's, it's kind of the only kind, really, in this show. Yeah. Right. We, you know, sometimes we have that where they say, what could possibly go wrong? That, you know, uh, and they could say that probably every single time they come up with a plan. Please let this be a normal field trip. <laughs> right. With the frizz? No way. Um, yeah, I think the Give Them Me is, is a good one. Oh, there's the winner. Best cliffhanger. Give Them Me. I forget, Dave, how far out are we from learning who Flashcard is? I can't remember. It's like... Uh, seven episodes, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like pretty that. close. We're getting yeah. close. We're getting close. You guys um, really make us wait for it. I know. MVP. Who's the MVP of the, uh, of the, of the well, episode? Well, you see there. who's first on the list. <laughs> so, this is it. Woody Herman. <laughs> Wahoo William. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of Wahoo. Classic, classic. What's um, the gym you, teacher's name? Do you remember? Dave, I don't remember what her name is. Oh, I want to say McAllister. Is that right? Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. That's about right. Miss McAllister. So we already listened to her, and we've got, we've got a clip of Holiday. And we did here. already listen to the Holiday clip. We did. You're right. Yes. And then there's Birdie. I really like Birdie's apology for pulling the alarm. I mm-hmm. thought just in terms of acting and, you know, uh, I thought it was really, really great. It gave me a lot of empathy for her that that she was really freaked out that they were going to take mm-hmm. her sister away. And so she pulled the alarm to, like, save her. I thought that was, like, mm-hmm. a pretty pretty good heroic move, you know? Mm-hmm. The other thing, I think Casey should be on here uh, as well just for that monologue and, you know, just what we learn about what she's struggling with, you know? Yeah, big time. MVP um, Isabella. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Always. Spencer, what do you think? What do you think? Who do you think deserves MVP of this up? These three episodes. I think Birdie, because she's the most outspoken, and she has to deal with all of her siblings and discoveries and theories and like running around and getting in trouble. And she's also been the MVP for also being the most straightforward. Yeah, you're right. 
I like that. I think that's a good pick. I also really like when she bursts into the garage when they're all sneaking about. She's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Or, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Birdie. Really, really Birdie the winner. Ba -ba -ba <laughs> You've got some Will notes here. trophies in the mail? I said Brinley is right somehow. And it is the clip of her saying, like, go back to where you came from, freak, or whatever. Because I'm like, how? Like, she doesn't know anything, but somehow she's right. This one here. Why do you look so scared? Afraid they've come to take you back to the freak show world you came from. Like, she doesn't know anything, but somehow she knows. Well, like we always say, Brinley is always right. <laughs> Brinley yep. is always right. Yeah. Absolutely. You think she brought the squirrel to school with her? Keeps her in a little backpack. Yeah. <laughs> At the ready. <laughs> Brinley, how many times have we told you not to bring animals to school? You never know when you're going to have to unleash a squirrel on somebody. No, it's true. it's true. I would love it if Brinley had like either like a little doggy in her purse, but I feel like she wouldn't like small dogs maybe, or like a sugar glider in her pocket. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. How some people have like sugar gliders in their pockets? Yes. I feel like she'd be the type of person to have one. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. An because then she can really release glider. it and they can just, right, they can just like fly across the room, you know. So Spencer, do you think you are going to keep listening uh, a third time through? You're going to keep going? Yeah, it's going to keep listening to them. Nice. Reignited. So another almost 30 hours. Woohoo! <laughs> Wahoo, William. <laughs> exactly. Well, we really loved, really loved having you. Thank uh, you so much, for, Spencer. Yeah, for these for these three episodes, and it's uh, it's always great when people who know the show as deeply as you obviously do come on, and it's always fun for us to hear how you imagined it in your mind, and 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 all the great things you learned about the writing and all the sound design and stuff. It's really awesome. Thanks. Say hi to all the the good people of St. Louis. Say hi to all the great people of St. Louis, and have a great. We're recording this. The day before New Year's Eve. So have a great oh, 2022, true. Spencer. Although really you'll be cool. listening you. to this sometime in January. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Spencer. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, oh, wait. Oh. I, hear me I hear music, Jess. Okay. If you'd like to be on the show, email me at jessica at gcmshows.com. Listen to episodes 43 through 45 next. Peace, love, and oboes. Peace, love, and oboes. Peace, love, and oboes. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're Free! Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E -E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.